This episode of the Whiskey Reel is brought to you by Shit Show, the new stop-motion animated series. Shit Show is a fucked-up comedy about a group of friends who also happen to be the most disgusting objects in the world. We follow Thomas, a used heroin needle, Steve, a piece of poo, and Tampy, a bloody tampon, as they fight their way out of the sewer and back into the hearts of mankind, if only they can get their shit together first. It's like Aqua Teen Hunger Force meets BoJack Horseman jam-fucked onto the set of Coraline. Shit Show's Kickstarter is live now, and they need your support to get across the finish line. So go to shitshowtheshow.com to donate and choose from great rewards, like a poster signed by the cast and crew, an executive producer credit, or the highly coveted I Helped Fund a Shitty TV Pilot coffee mug. That's shitshowtheshow.com. Donate now and help make this shitty TV show a shitty reality. The podcast which you are about to hear is politically incorrect and offensive. The opinions expressed by the three assholes recording it are done so solely for comedy purposes. Listener discretion is advised. This is the Whiskey Reel. Four and three and two and one. No reason, no conscience, no understanding, and even the most rudimentary sense of good or evil. If what you say is true, the Shaolin and the Wu-Tang could be dangerous. Your mother sucks big fucking elephant dicks. Got that? Come on now, dog. You know I give you the mad, fat, superfly, stupid, dope, dumbass, retarded, bomb shit props? Take a big step back and literally fuck your own face! So the world's a big pile of fucking shit, right? Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Dude, go look outside. I mean, outside of it, you know, pissing hail on us today yeah, for no fun, reason. Right? Thanks, spring. Um, and I'll tell you about why I'm leaving and moving to Honduras later. But yeah, this, is one of the, this is one of the reasons. The beginning of walking in was just Aaron going, fuck everything. Fuck this country. Fuck this town. I'm going to Honduras. I'm going to grow coca leaf plants. I'm going to sell it to white kids to bring up to Scottsdale. <laughs> eat plantains and drink rum. That's all I'm going to Oh, that's it? Sounds, so you're not going to grow cocaine horrible. for us, Sounds dude? horrible, doesn't it? Um, and that way, it. when we become a big famous podcast, I can just do. we can just do this remote. Yeah. yeah. See, no, we don't, we we don't do have it. to be there. Right. No, no. You can have some it might actually room. sound better if we each had our own little like studio <laughs> spot that had that was very, very much sound. Oh, yeah, yeah. We would sound so clean. Well, yeah. since we don't have a YouTube channel, it wouldn't matter where we were, right? Yep. Honestly, it doesn't really matter. But no, it sucks. Um, every day this week, there was some horrible, horrible shooting. Um, there was the 13-year-old kid that got shot that they basically let the cops off. Uh, there was the fucking... the. Uh, Dante Walker fucking mm-hmm. uh, shooting that was if you saw it oh my god dude um and sh- I, I I thought it was a taser okay um, right yeah I'm sorry the 10 it, it, you pulled out the 8 ounce instead eight of ounce? the 10 pound fucking firearm well, she was totally she, understandable she was armed with a Glock and that from what I understand fully loaded with a full magnet magnet is like 31 and a half ounce it's 2 pounds so it's eight ounces versus two pounds. So mm. uh, not only that, it's bright orange. I mean, it's on the wrong side of your body. You're used to pulling from one side or the other. And this was and a this person with 25 years 25 of experience. 25 years of experience. Yeah. And so she was bullshit. actually training somebody that day. Wow. <laughs> so, I mean, the news keeps getting worse yesterday. Or was it this morning? The FedEx, eight people shot in Indianapolis, yep. which I'll be going to at the end of the month. So I'm glad they got that out of the way. Um, but yeah, it's it's... 
Dude, I mean, it was hard to even, we sat together yesterday. If you guys don't know, we sit together and we do show prep the day before we do our show. Believe it or not. I know it doesn't sound like we do any work, but, um, but Thanks, we do Aaron. that. And then we start to usually we sit down and we kind of all have notes and we pitch what's funny. And I'm just like, I don't know what to laugh at. <laughs> no, it's just, it's so fucking grim, dude. Um, and then to top it all off, like you said, with hail, it was like, let's go out to do this podcast. Yeah. And it's like, there's no sun. I have no happiness. I have no reason to smile. <laughs> oh, so now fucking God's getting involved. Oh, fucking yay. God. Hey, thanks, tough guy. I didn't know God was from the 505. Thanks, Why don't you just God. send some frogs and <laughs> rivers of blood. Rivers of In the words of Mikey Walnuts, thanks for shitting in our mouths again, God. Yeah. <laughs> this fucking guy. This fucking this guy. This fucking guy up here. This yeah, fucking dude. Um, but it's, beard I, I, and his fucking sandals. This woke fuck up in the clouds. That being said, at least you got us, yo. All you people out there, we're here. We're here to do the yeoman's work with our gaping maws. That was from last week. It was from last week. <laughs> yeah, so, nice uh, callback. Uh, thank you. Good one. Uh, this is the whiskiest of reels and the riskiest of wheels. This is the whiskey reel. We are at least no less than 32,000 feet below the Earth's surface. And it's a cozy in here. It's hailing up there on the Earth's surface. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of cozy in here. It's not too hot. It's, I can still hear that train. I know. Fucking, dude, you can hear that train in your, like, in hell. <laughs> like, when, when I, because we're not going to the other place, we will hear that train. <laughs> As our skin is peeled off us every hour in hell. Um, no doubt about it. That's just some demon coming fire ants on your face. <laughs> yep. All day long. Yeah, yep. yeah brother. Um, <laughs> Where we're headed. Um, uh, let me allow me to go first. So welcome back. And I hope you guys had a great week. We're going to have some fun today. So just hang in there. Bear with us. We've got some, uh, I, we got some retractions. We've got some music. We've got some fun stuff. Uh, I believe we have one of the states of the union checking in with us. We do. An entire us. state. Uh, entire state called us, which is crazy. Um, and we'll talk about what we're drinking and the horrible person that gave it to us. Um, we will do that as well. But to my left is uh, a man, giant in spirit, giant in soul, small in temper and fuse. Um <laughs> He is, uh, he has no filter, but he has a bad back. So that kind of outweighs each other. This is the grand producario. This is my weirdly pupillary distanced friend, Mr. Flounder, Sean Moriarty. Thank you very much. And to my left is a man whose style of fucking has once been called a blitzkrieg. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Bobbeth Van Noyes of the Tallahassee Van Noises. So odd. Wow. That was... (laughs) Very on brand. (laughs) (laughs) To my left, I was going to call him the opposite of Dorian Gray, but you look like you've gotten some sun. Yeah, he's been getting a little bit. Yeah, getting in there. Ready for Honduras. Just out there crushing souls. (laughs) That's what I do. He is the soul crusher. He is my general manager of the uh, underworld at this point. (laughs) The underverse. My good friend, Wolfgang Fuck. Yes, sir. So uh, so our listener friend, Nikita, who uh, is, is an avid listener, sent us some feedback, decided to bring us the whiskey in order to force both Bobby and Aaron to watch the pilot of the Mighty Ducks. Now, Bobby, I'm going to let the listeners know on the text thread, you were like, I'm just going to retract that shit. I am literally never going to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I, well, I, did you say that to Nikita's face when he brought it to I you did at not. the deli? I did See, not. I knew it. I was about to text Nikita and be like, yo, tell him he's got to watch it because he's trying to say he, he gets to find out the same way everyone else exactly. does. Exactly. You don't reprimand somebody <laughs> bearing gifts. That's just no, rude, sir. No. no, you wait till later on to stab them directly exactly. in the fucking back. 
Precisely. Well, and this is a this is a gift. I mean, this it was is, a gift from Nikita. And this, where did he get it from? Uh, he got this from Durango Liquors. Ah, Durango Liquor and Wine Company. Yeah, thank you. That's yes, that's they're over by Walmart. They are, and really nice folks. Uh, one of our good friends over there, the Taz is working there. Yeah, BT. Yeah, B Tizzles. And uh, he, she and Nikita are acquainted. And uh, is yeah. that what they're calling it these days? And <laughs> this is the liquor store. You guys all know where this is, but if yeah. you don't, in Durango, we have a we have a Walmart. Like mm-hmm. every town in America, you know, crushing all small business. Um, <laughs> and this liquor store is right next to them. It's kind of like the last liquor store almost as you kind of head out that way. Yeah. yeah. And uh, but they have a great selection of wine as well. Very do. underrated wine selection over there. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is from a really good distiller. Um, this is 291 um, out of this. These guys are from Colorado. They have won countless awards for all of their rise straight bourbons. Um, and they let you know about it by putting stickers all There's over a, the, the bottle. bottle is littered. The bottle looks like a beer fridge at a frat house. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but this was an, uh, an iteration that I've never tried before. This is the Colorado bourbon whiskey finished with Aspen wood staves. Aaron, what the fuck does that mean? Okay. Well, there are trees called Aspens. They're real pretty. Uh, there's tons out here um, in old Colorado. Aspen is a very strange wood to Cooper. Cooper means make barrels out of. Typically, you have oak. Oak has inherent properties that it expels into your spirit. Yep. So it really works. We like it as human beings. Some about oak just fits. Aspen is very, very difficult to work with. Um, there's one company called Lock and Key, I think, or something like that. Um, I carry it. I forget the name because I'm a moron. Brothers out of the front range that actually build their entire barrels out of Aspen, oh, which wow. is very, very rare. Um, but this is finished with staves. Staves is a fancy word for a stick um, in the in the in the liquor world. So what they do is they have a barrel and then they actually put sticks of aspen in the barrel to let it seep out and let it impart flavors. Aspen is tricky, man. Um, I've had the rye as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I like. I enjoyed the rye. I really uh, from enjoyed what the I remember. Yeah. Um, I've not had this one before. It is one hundred proof. Um, and boy, I'll tell you, I drank it straight, and uh, wow, um, this is not for the faint of heart. Let's no, just sir. say that this is not for neophyte whiskey drinkers. This is for big boys. This is a challenging spirit. Amen. It is. Amen. What it, has guys- a, it has an aroma that I can't really place. Like, I'm smelling the caramels. I'm smelling the oak. I'm smelling the char. But then I'm wondering if that acidic, the acidic flavors that come off of that aspen is what is making me smell something. I want to say it's woody. I want to say it's herbal. It's like a mix of both, but it's really light in the background, and I don't like it. There's a... There's a uh, um, what we it, they're called phenols. It's the green. It's like when something tastes green, it's it's the phenolic uh, molecules popping out. And aspen to me is a very very. I mean, literal green. I know it's white, but it's a green wood. Um, yeah. it's definitely reads different. It imparts something almost like eucalyptus. Yeah. Um, mm. to the bourbon it makes it it makes that 100 proof feel like 120 it is um, it's, it's, it, it, it like, fucks with the mouthfeel it's i am getting more than a normal 100 proof i'm getting that burn on my tongue and it's sparkly yeah dude it's i mean listen like i said this is cerebral whiskey this is not oh hey let's pick up a bottle and just do shooters this is not that whiskey um this is probably i mean i don't know bobby what do you think about as far as mixing i know you you have your beloved diet barks but what <laughs> Which, else that's probably where this bottle's headed <laughs> yeah no. i thought you said you were giving um, it to walnuts this would be a challenge to mix with um you're gonna want to temper that that uh astringent 
um, profile that it has with something, whether it's vermouth, mm. um, probably vermouth. Feels feels <laughs> um, like sugar. Dom Benedictine. Benedicts would uh, be an interesting combination. Yeah, I could see that. Um, I think I think that would actually go really nice because you get some of that like more berryish kind of profile from the Benedictine. But I don't know, man. Like it's a <laughs> it's, it's a, a bangaroo, yeah. man. Just and thinking about it. And Nikita, I just want to say number one, thank you. Number two, I thought our countries were p- at peace. What happened to Perestroika? <laughs> yeah, man. Um, you dropped this in our lap like a live grenade. Um, and you know, and take our take what we say about it because we're saying that this, especially for the price, because when I looked it up online, it what was, was like it? almost ni- almost eighty. Whoa! It was between seventy five and eighty. I hope he got that sweet Durango liquor um, discount. It's a very it's, small batch. I would not. It's very small. I would not call this a buy specifically for us, but. I mean, you can't deny all the fucking awards that they've won and not just shitty like, hey, they won the fucking Oklahoma no, Tulsa County they, Fair. They have legit awards on here. So even though we're not digging it too much, uh, uh, there there is an audience out I'm, there for this. They, oh, got, yeah. they got double gold at San Francisco Spirits. I mean, these are legitimate like organizations and festivals and these are the, the, the elite of bourbon people mm-hmm. that hand out these awards. Um, <clears throat> and maybe they won because honestly, the uniqueness of this probably made it stand out among the shit ton of submissions they're getting these days right. of bourbons and fucking rise that are all tasting exactly the same. So maybe that speaks to well, it. Well, they all come out of Indiana. So why wouldn't and they not taste to sound, the same? <laughs> yeah, we don't want to sound overwhelmingly negative. Not at all. Means. No. Um, there is, and I, and I will say after adding some dilution to this, Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, give me it, an ice um, cube. Son. It it uh, it opens this whiskey up really really nicely, where you can actually start to taste some of us. You know, at first when you taste it neat, obviously it's just a sum of its parts, and Ooh. you're like, holy shit! Yeah, it rips you know, right it's through just an you. Elbow right to your nose, <laughs> but um, <laughs> but I like that sort of thing. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it uh, it's funny now that the cubes in there. It's diluted, which tends to open up, right? That's kind of why you do it. Draw either a drop of water in scotch, breaks the surface tension. When you dilute it, it has a tendency to change the profile of the of anything that you put Very ice different. into. I will say I wouldn't even if you buy this, and for you guys, I'm I'm telling you, it's a challenge. So you guys out there that know who you are, Kelly, Foz, all you people out there that know your shit, do me a favor. If you haven't tried this, try this because I'd love the feedback. Yeah. This is um, like I said, this is a this is a very cerebral bourbon, and when I drop the, it, I can actually taste the aspen now. There's a greenness that isn't unpleasant now, yeah. but that spearmint eucalyptus sort of like really high toned fucking additive sort of feel to it that I had neat. It was almost hard for me to like get it down, and not because it was bad, just because it was like intense. It, it has a cough drop. Uh, sort of finish to it's it menthol <laughs> yeah sort yeah. of feel to it Ricola. Yeah. now everybody out there please get your bingo cards ready because sean has to interject with a piece of trivia that almost has nothing to do with this uh i want to let everybody know if you're not in colorado and you don't get to see beautiful aspen trees aspen tree groves are actually the largest living organisms on the planet we used to think that they were uh the blue whale the largest living organism but because aspen groves are all connected with their root systems and communicate with each other aspen groves are the largest single living organisms on the planet you're welcome yep. true story bingo b bingo. 18 <laughs> um, but but again i like that i would just say this is not training wheels liquor sometimes no. we do that this is for all you big boys and big girls out there that want to try uh to wear something uh that you usually don't put on for size it's not bad by any means and i'm telling you the ice now 
taking it down a notch and being able to express itself. I get cinnamon. I get all that other stuff starting to happen now. Yeah, yeah. So I would almost say do not pass go. Drop a rock in this yep. fucker right off the bat. Um, what do and you take think? Bobby's you, cocktail suggestions. Would you I definitely think vermouth would, would end sure. fucking Dom Benedictine was a good... I forget about Dom. It's well, like I, I put it... When I see it in a cocktail, a, I go, oh, great, because I love it when it's used right, but I forget about it when I want to like make one. That's the problem. It reminds me of uh, maraschino in some ways okay. where it's such a sweet profile that you, we're talking a drizzle or a bar spoon. You know what I You're mean? You're talking like, quarter ounce. Yeah. You're talking... Yeah. Tops, that's that's tops. it. It's the same when people fuck up. It's one of those ingredients like when you put tarragon or dill in food. Mm-hmm. It's like when you put chartreuse in a drink, when you put yeah. Don in a, when you put Galliano, when you, when you're using these things, you have to v- use a very light hand. If I see a bartender pour out an ounce of any of those above items, I know this is not going to be a oh, good experience. An ounce for of myself. maraschino Th- would do. You mean like Luxardo? A, an entire family. Dude, like, or, 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 Jaffard, or, or Jaffard. Or Jaffard. Jaffard Violet. Or like, there's these certain things um, but yeah maraschino being another one amaretto being another one it doesn't need a lot you need a quarter to half an ounce in any drink that you ever make I promise you you will not go wrong you want to be able to recognize it but it runs over everything else Mm -hmm. oh speaking of which I make these I make these almond french toast for Katie it's like the thing that she's obsessed with that I make every morning uh, like mornings that we have together and I used to put fucking almond extract in Mm -hmm. it and instead, I put fucking almond, or I put almond liqueur in it now. I put nice. amaretto in it now, and it makes all the difference in the fucking sure. world because it added a little bit more viscosity. So if you can find a booze, like a liqueur, that you can replace with the shitty extracts we buy at the store, you're going to have a better cooking experience, especially right. baking and shit. Yeah, well, baking, I, I mean, that's that's the thing. I wouldn't use like what we kid about De Kuiper and Harem Walker <laughs> yeah. and all that. I would use like a Lazzaroni. I would use something that was an elevated product if you're going to be able to cook with it. It will make a difference. Yeah, like, and that's a that's a one thing I hate that people always say like, oh yeah, it's cooking sherry. It's cooking wine. It's shitty. You're not supposed to cook with shitty wine. People do. You should be using decent wine and decent yeah. fucking spirits when you're baking yes, and cooking. Yes and no. There, You don't use horrible wine. The old adage in a kitchen is you never want to cook with something you wouldn't drink. Yeah, but you're not pulling a fucking like 1919 <laughs> course, Merlot no, out of your no, fucking you have to do is do something drinkable. Every kitchen uses box wine. You never use bottle. You buy you buy big five gallon boxes of wine, but the quality of the wine needs to be at least passable as like a house wine. It can't. It's never. You're never going to pay a hundred dollars for something like that. But you want to at least. There's so many weird synthetics that are in shitty wine that yep. imparts itself to food. It's a good or idea process, not dude. to use shitty. If you have a really shit, like the two or the, or the three buck chuck argument always, the reason that that shit's so cheap is because it's harvested with these machines that every now and again pick up fucking rodents. You've got rodent skeletons and meat and like weird shit that ends up in your wine if it's not produced properly. So well, that's, pay attention. That, unfortunately, that's factory farming in every industry. pretty much every you're you're eating shit yeah when you realize when you're doing like when you're doing food prep shit and you realize that when you look and you're like wait a second why is there any allowable amount of rat feces in canned food per like parts per million they're like you can have up, up to this amount and i'm like why is it not zero like what the fuck are we doing because they can't assure that that will they happen. cannot assure it whatsoever <laughs> absolutely but, um before we move on should uh should i buzz carol and see if she uh oh shit. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah she's probably really fucking mad at us because she came into work last week and we completely completely ignored her. Well, I, mean, I talked to her after the show and she was a little bit tight-lipped with me and I don't I mean that's not uncommon with she her. She was she was curt. She was yeah, curt for sure. She was. Absolutely. Um Hey Carol. Hi. 
How'd that feel, Bobby? You like that? The the no response, complete ignoring. Carol, I'm so sorry about last week. You know we love having you on the show. I do have one quick question, if you would be so kind. We are drinking a, a whiskey from Distillery 291, and it's a Colorado whiskey. I was wondering if you know anything about these guys. I guess I'll forgive you, boys, and I'll find this information for you right here. All right, this is from the distillery291.com. It says, Distillery 291 is an award-winning small-batch whiskey distillery nestled in the stunning foothills of the Rocky Mountains. And, oh, this sentence is really long. Hold on. <sighs> Located in Colorado Springs, the distillery sits in the shadow of Pikes Peak, where owner and founding distiller Michael Myers, a former New York City fashion and beauty photographer with a love of whiskey and passion for the Old West, aims to replicate the taste, smell, and folklore of that time to create a one-of-a-kind, bold, and beautiful Colorado whiskey. Woo. That was, that was a long, that was what we call a run-on sentence, Carol. I'd like to talk to their marketing person. Isn't there a limit on commas? I think there should be. Is there anything else, boys? No. no. Thank you, Carol. Please hit me up later if you have something. I don't want to just have to sit here and do my toenails twice like last week. All nine of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, tell me you had your finger off the button. I did. I had my finger <laughs> off the button on that one. Thank okay. fucking God. Um, yeah. That's discrimination. That's, an, that's a I disability. Know. Thank God she never listens to us. Are we ableist now here on the Do you know program? how long it took her to learn to snowboard again? Because one toe will really fuck up your snowboard game. Well, it really depends on the toe. Pinky, you can live without. Big toe? It's a yeah, she, she kept catching edges for sure, man. <laughs> She broke her collarbone like three oh, times. <laughs> so uh, thank you so much, Nikita, for the uh, for bringing us this whiskey. Um, I really like Distillery Two Ninety One. Right, they have a they have a white rye. Yes. that when utilized properly in a cocktail oh. by itself, it's pretty good. If you're like like Aaron says, it's kind of cerebral. It's something you want to try to get something really different. But there are some amazing warm weather cocktails that you can crush with the, the their white dog white rye. It's it's rocket fuel. Yeah, it's rocket fuel, but it's don't really hold well it done. near an open flame. No, sir. Use it as a floater in a purple fucker. Okay. That's my recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but oh, speaking of which, before we get off booze, real yeah, yeah, quick, yeah, yeah. friend of our podcast, uh, my friend Suzanne, uh, text me a photo last night. She's out of town somewhere. And uh, of her just smashing Long Island iced tea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and girl. She's like, I'm pretty sure this raised my red flag quota by about 80%. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, thought, I, don't know. I appreciated that. Yeah. Was it like she sends you a picture of a full cocktail yeah. and then two minutes later she sends you a picture of ice in a straw in a glass? <laughs> yeah, and then you're like two minutes later, two more are next to each other. And then both those two and they keep multiplying and you're like, yo, girl, you're about to fucking die. And then she sent me a photo of a filthy bathroom where she was getting ready to and load herself <laughs> just vomit everywhere yeah <laughs> just vomit have you ever vomited long island iced tea yeah that yes, means sir. you've drank long island iced yeah, tea exactly. that's what all that means <laughs> have you ever vomited like shitty rum punch Ugh. like it's like you're vomiting like exorcist blood like you're expelling like yeah it's horrifying dude. so i don't know about rum punch but i do remember jungle juice oh, yeah, yeah bro and when your girl is just spewing red white and blue and chunks of watermelon oh yeah <laughs> that is not pleasant. that's not a good thing not and it's usually night. in your car yeah for whatever yeah. reason she couldn't wait yep i have a friend 
from New Mexico. I don't remember what we were drinking, but we were driving from Durango to Farmington. This was 25 years ago. I mean, and I probably should not have been driving, but but I was. And I was in my blue Allegedly. Forest, and she's like, Bobby, I, I really need you to pull over. And so I pull over. Okay. She opens the door. I'm like, oh, gosh, she's open. And then she just throws up in that side <laughs> in compartment side. in the pocket. <laughs> I'm like, I was like, wow. The door Hold was on. open. Wait a just, second. I'm so sorry. Street. I'm so sorry. Can you clarify something for me? Yeah. Did you say a blue fucking Taurus? <laughs> <laughs> My blue Taurus got some work, buddy. Now, what year was the Taurus? Because there was in the, the 80s. In the car. 80s, there was the boxy Taurus. And then in like the early 90s, they made the ergonomic the looking. That was yeah, the one. The one that looked like a Ninja Turtle's face in the It was front. probably like a 93 something like was that. Was it? Yeah. Those things lasted for fucking ever, didn't they? Oh, yeah. You yeah, could they just did. crush my, those. My fucking... buddy drove one of those for 15 years, and it would not. He did everything he could to get I haven't it. changed the oil it, since. Yeah, oh, dude. <laughs> I never saw him put gas in it. It was <laughs> fucked. I don't know how the thing operated. Um, but thank you again, Nikita. We we kid. I'm telling you. That's so why wait, I, now you yeah. fuckers are going to watch the goddamn pilot. I, hey, man, I'm a, man of, I'm a man of my word. I will watch it. I'm glad he double t- it's like it's like he gut punched and head punched. He gut punched with the 291 and now he's going to head punch me with the Mighty Ducks. But I guarantee you I will watch it. Now Bobby, uh, we we could go ahead and ask everything that has a vagina in this town whether you're good on your word, but would you tell the audience? <laughs> oh my god. Would you tell the audience if you're going to so watch it? Mean. Have <laughs> it. He's just a mean person. You're a mean person. I'm not mean. <laughs> this is your character. You're the Gashman. I went out with one of my exes last night. I we know. Had a lovely dinner it was fun we had That's a great time i didn't say they were going to give me a certain answer it's, i said i could go out and ask all the ladies the one I'm, fucking s- i walked her to her door is it the one I, i'm no. th- <laughs> i carried her over the threshold no 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 um, I, you i'm not her, allowed over that threshold. did you ask her father for permission to date her first <laughs> i don't ask fathers is anything. it the one i'm think? is it the one i'm thinking of i mean let's face it the girls that i date typically don't have fathers <laughs> Let's be honest. They've yeah. never met their father. They've yeah, but you know, never had if, any affection from their father. But Bobby, if they've got, if they happen to have two moms, ask the one with the crew cut. I got, oh God, oh Aaron, yeah, I yeah. don't know what to do with him. I don't know. Either. <laughs> um, we're gonna, we're literally gonna choke him to death on air. One of these um, so, uh, Bobby, you told me I'm not on the interwebs, as everybody knows. Um, but Aaron has no idea how to use the internet. He doesn't even have a smartphone. He no, still has a it's razor. Fine. It's fine. I do just fine. Thank you very much. And I don't have the bullshit that goes along with having to be on. Don't have all media. the good stuff either. Um, yeah. Well, I think I'm doing okay. Uh, so, so Bobby, you brought up to me that you did a post. And it got a lot of traction, and I was going to ask you about it because it seemed interesting to me. What, well, what exactly did you do? It got a little bit of negative traction from <laughs> some folks, but um, I basically went online, said um, there are too many males in the in the city of of Durango. Because too many dicks on the dance too, floor. Way too many dicks on the dance floor in this town. Um, it's like six to four or some fucking really? ridiculous. I didn't bullshit. know that. It's fucking crazy. Is it really? There's so many. I dudes. know being By single way, is miserable here. Six to four, you just you know you divide that down, and that would still be you know three to three to two. I get <laughs> okay. Three <laughs> girls forever. You always go to the lowest God, common denominator. Math. Come on, bro. <laughs> so the rest of the post was essentially I started to name off the 
different and variable stereotypes. Like the subgroups, right? The subgroups of <laughs>、okay. the people that live in Durango, Colorado. What did, what did you come、um, up with? I'm very curious. Hang on, I'm trying to pull it up. Because one thing about Durango, as I mean, I know, most of you guys that listen are from here, but those who don't, I know we have some people listening in Guam, in Thailand, and wherever the case may be.、Um, <clears throat> what you may not know, Very small microcosm. Durango is a very, very inclusive, bubbled microcosm. We don't, there's not a ton of variation in the people that are here. We don't have a huge ethnic、uh, majority. We don't have a lot of diversity. It's kind of all the dudes look alike and all the girls kind of look alike for the most part. That's fine. I mean, it is what it is. But within that, there is some very, very specific types. Of those people. Could we start with our very own group? Which, which, what did you call us? Like Why, whiskey, whiskey hipsters? <laughs> so, yeah, whiskey hipster was definitely on my list. Oh, and what would be a whiskey hipster?、Um, Look in a fucking mirror, Aaron. <laughs> I mean, you're wearing an MF Doom shirt. You got your fucking trucker hat askew just so. You talk、you're、about drinking- how ephemeral whiskey is on a weekly basis. Oh,、uh, that does make me. <laughs> yeah. We are, and we're all guilty. Okay, we're all part、fine. of that subset.、That's、oh,、fine. for sure. Um, I came up my the first one that popped into my head is the dude bros. Yeah,、and、oh I think yeah, we know what a dude、Easy. bro is. Ch- the chads, you know, the chads, the chads. They got the、yeah. pigeon chest, like the chest is always so pressed out, and you can have a conversation with two words, dude and bro, and dude, bro, dude. bro, dude, dude, dude.、Uh, can well, I say can we, lifted truck too? <laughs> can we say lifted truck, flat bill, no dick?、Explain? Oh, flannel, a lot of flannel, a lot of ne- flannel, neck beard, weirdly fat, skinny. Sure. You know what I mean? Skinny、oh, yeah. fat guy? Yeah. yeah.、Um, yeah is it, this is all very chatty.、Uh, those are dude bros. Yeah. 100%. On the river, got a boat, getting a pontoon、yeah. next summer. Yeah. Chad. We got our typical Wooks. I mentioned them. Okay. The posers. We got plenty of posers. So,、um, would you consider the posers the types that are run, walking around in all their dope, like mountain bike gear, like, like branded gear for mountain bike companies?、Yep. But. They don't mountain bike. That was kind of what I was、yeah. going for.、Okay. That, yeah, those guys that are like super into they, like, they went to Pine Needle and just geared up to be a member of the Durango community. <laughs>、right. yeah. What they don't do is know how to ski or how to climb <laughs>、yeah. or how to do anything, but they look the part. You got, know. got all that Patagucci, dude.、Um, the cheese dicks. Oh, who, who, okay, who would that be? Cheese dicks.、Um, I was thinking the cheese dicks are,、uh, they're a brand of poser, right?、Mm. Okay. You know what I mean? They're, they're, they're pretending to be something that they're not. They're the guy that sits at the bar and they're trying to be smooth with the lady, but like, like in, a, in a way that's sort of over the top and not as cute as they think it is. Like reading Catcher in the Rye at the、you、bar?、Know? That、oh, guy. No, I mean, who would do that? First of all, <laughs> first of all, this man closes, okay? We're talking about the guys that do not close. Bobby is not bad at. Ooh, hold on. Let me write、ladies. that down. The closers. The closers. <laughs> <laughs> well,、uh, douche canoes. Douche canoes.、Oh, douche canoe. What would、um, a douche canoe be? A douche canoe. <laughs> I actually don't know what a douche canoe is. <laughs> but it's just fun to say. <laughs> but it's fun to say. <laughs> but I know there's definitely been people where I'm like, oh, you are such a douche canoe. <laughs> <laughs> How about, yeah, fu-、uh, so, so really, Cheese Dick would be fuckboy. You're, you're fuckboy's fuck, on the list further down. Oh, okay. A little bit. Do they. See, is, there a Vin, is there a Venn diagram? I mean, there's a、oh, lot、yeah. of overlap here. So much overlap. Now, within the Wook. There are sub Wooks. Yes. Like there's the Trustafarian Wooks. There's、yeah. the、yeah. fake Wooks. There's the real, like, I'm going to be homeless, do or die Wooks. There's the、uh, working Wook. There's the lipstick Wook, the Wook that has all of the Wook looks, but like 
very much so. It's very clean. Cleans their dreads. Puts on makeup. Still does their nails and shit. But like, and has like all the wook wear, except it's clean and it costs a lot more money because they bought it from a designer instead of like, you know, the the vintage store. Well, and there are guys that are literally out there building houses out of old used tires and straw bales. Ah, you know what I mean? Yes. They're pretty legit wood. That's legit, bro. You know, they're they're digging a cistern. Wow. Because they're yeah. just like, this shit's all they, going. They wake up in the morning and they utilize their they, sun shower. They yeah. shit in a hole. Yeah, that guy shits in a hole <laughs> somewhere. Shits Guess what? Hole. And you know and what? he digs that hole Fucking every day. <laughs> and that motherfucker grows potatoes out of it like old Matty Damon on Mars. Like, oh, motherfucker yeah. is not wasting anything. Fucking yeah. dookie taters, dude. Never, never eat the, the au gratins <laughs> at a straw bell house. <laughs> dookie taters. Uh, um, All right, what else? I took a shot at bluegrass aficionados. Have okay. to, but what there's you okay. Them? You yeah, but there needs to be a catchy name for those fucks. So there is, and but the one I came up with was more like female oriented. As we're going to get into the female names, because <laughs> this is what happened. We did not get into the. Fe- I promised in this post I was also going to do one of these for the female population, okay. but some of the responses I got were so a little. Uh, uh, in your face, yeah. <laughs> just it just says whores. So I, <laughs> if you forgot to put the new age fucking per- parenthetical at the top, trigger warning, everybody. I'm yeah. about to be funny. Sorry. This is a trigger warning for sure. And uh, Ryan Griffin, who is a big time friend of the podcast, As what's up, listener. Ryan? He is he is our social media hero. He is the one that will comment he's, on most of our shit. He's a G. He he's got a, a hold of me the next morning, and he's like, "Okay, so whenever you do this thread today," and he was like, "By the way, also." Do you ever want to get laid in this town again? <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'll be fine. And, yeah, dude, you've been, you're, you're going to be great. But then I, I thought about it. I was like, no, you know, honestly, I don't know. I don't know if I want to make this post. So I thought, let's just do it on the podcast. So I approached our old friend and she, um, this was so funny. The first thing she says to me is like, so hold on, let me get this straight. You want me to help you objectify women? <laughs> to which I responded, no, no, sweetie. We want to I don't categorize want you. them. I like want the to stereotype yeah. women. I'm yeah, here it's trying different. to stereotype It's different. Them. It's way different. <laughs> um, I have a suggested name for the bluegrass guy. Okay. Manjo's. Oh, there you go. Boom. Manjo's. One of my best friends in the world posted um, on f- Thursday, I think, that how sad she was and is everyone else sad that we're not having bluegrass meltdown this weekend? They're, they're, it's not this weekend, but they rescheduled that shit no. at like Tico time or whatever yeah. north of town. Yeah. It's not this weekend. I know that. Yeah. And uh, I didn't. <laughs> I refrained. I, didn't, I did not comment. Her husband plays bluegrass. He is a banjo player in a bluegrass band. I will. Sweetheart, too. I will say this. Didn't Don't know much about bluegrass prior to moving. I mean, I know what it is. I knew it as a musical genre, but um, I worked over at the Strader for years and watching it because that's where it takes place yeah there are some amazingly talented people doing that music like some of the fiddle guys and they're absolutely almost virtuoso level musicians i will say this i would rather listen to that than say maybe grateful dead i'd rather listen to that over what would be considered country music well you 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 spoke of vin diagrams there is a definite crossover there's yep. a huge one. And when the Evil Dead flirted, or the Evil Dead. Oh, wow. I like Freud. it. I like what you're doing. Whoa. Freud. That just flew out of my face. <laughs> the Grateful Dead. Jesus. <laughs> wow. I to know. you, jam bands are there. That's why you saw. That's why you saw. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Widespread 
Fuck uh, string cheese. Leftover salmon. Leftover salmon. Fuck, Fuck off, those assholes. <laughs> um, I'm done with those bands. And there's way. a problem with all that. It's all that kind of music because if you notice, it is a Wookiee kind of music, both bluegrass, that, and another genre that Bobby loves, reggae. Now, I can tell you this right now. I've been to a reggae festival before, and I've been to a bluegrass festival before, and it's not that I don't like certain songs. It's just that after two, you're like, I've been here for four hours, and I've heard one song. It's the like, same fucking it song. It just never stops. Well, it's a scene. There's the, what we used to call in LA, they were scenesters, right? Uh, there mm-hmm. are people that just wanted to glom onto scenes. It had nothing to do with anything in particular. They just loved the overall like vibe of a scene. They were just scenesters. That's all they were there I to do. I obviously talk shit about Newgrass. Um, which is like, you know, the, you what know, is, the millennial, what is that? millennial it's bluegrass, bluegrass oh. but they have drums, I guess. And well, I don't know <laughs> if they have drums. I mean, they're still pretty traditional bluegrass, but they're actually writing new songs because for by, I don't know, 95 years, the same. there was six fucking bluegrass songs. Yeah. Six. Well, yep. There's yeah. that. And then just variations thereof. There's this kind of almost a uh, gothy bluegrass that I know that comes out of like the East Coast. Like uh, there's a, what is it? Devil City Sinners. There's some bands that I've seen online. They're all tatted up and pierced yeah. up. And they're like, they're almost like gothy, aggressive bluegrass. And it's kind of dope. See, like, that's some shit I can get into. I like my music to have a little bit of fuck you in it. That's why I love hip hop. I love hard mm-hmm. rock. I love metal. I love alternative shit. I kind of, at a certain point, I'm like, I'm too happy. Play a song that makes me want to fight. Well, our friend Jay, she um, suggested that those type of women would be called festival freaks, which okay. I think okay. I've heard before, but like I, like, I don't know. I like like I like that. She coined one, I, I think, like there, one. maybe. I like that. I'm with it. And it's very scenestery. Yeah. And, and then you, she kind of went through some subsets, like Bonnaroo Babes, or, you know, you yeah, could, like, right, you right, could right, break right. it down even further. Yeah. Um, what about uh, Molly Mavens? Uh, Molly Mavens, that's a good one. I like that. <laughs> well, that's that would be electronic music exclusively. Um, and the ones that are doing Molly, we could also call Hydration Harriets. <laughs> Get that the, bitch a water. That girl that always walks around with a water bottle, no matter oh, yeah, where big, she goes. The big Fiji water bottle she's been refilling for like three months. Sarah J. Tonin. <laughs> uh, what about like what about the dirtbag chicks? Like, okay, we need to figure out a name for the dirtbag dudes and the dirtbag chicks. The ones Wait, that are we you talking? see multiple times a week roving between all the dirtbag bars you're like dude i was just at the tav and then i saw them at the ranch yeah, an hour later are we talking about there. the ones with obvious like physical impairments like no teeth like are we talking that kind of no no, no no the more general ones bar- the ones who are our friends <laughs> or like the, so you're talking about the girl fly. that four years ago was really hot and i don't want to say she girl. moved here right I, yes and now she's just been Bru- beaten to death by joel's and the <laughs> Certain bars in this town. Yeah. <laughs> so what's just a tremendous what's gun? The, what's the Joel's Garage Ranch Starlight version of like Meth Mouth that we can riff on to make? <laughs> like if you've lost your teeth from Tawaka, I don't know. What, but it's been. I mean, you can go like very uh, Fat Albert with it and just call him Mush Mouth, right? Mush Mouth. Hey, but Fat Albert. But but oddly enough, within our town, all of those bars you just mentioned have a very different scene at each bar. They do, Very but much. this right? is the thing. This is the person that no matter what, you see them at all of them. They like transcend. The they transcend night. clicks. You see them at every right. one of these bars. If you're doing the tour, you see them, and they make you question whether you're going too hard. You're like, yeah. I've seen this shit person. Fuck well, well, and we call that the townie bar crawl. Okay, yeah. essentially. And I know? didn't. I wanted to make sure we want to do the male and the female for this one. We don't. We're not focusing on the chicks for this specific. No, one. we started off with the guys. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. we're, it's time to shit all over women. What about the... What, <laughs> that's most of every podcast, we need, Bobby. We need a name for the Durango uh, the Durango khaki yuppie. 
for the guy that's the IT guy, works at home, khaki, wife, 2.3 kids. We need that guy. Like he oh, mountain that's a bikes canoe. on the is that what a douche that canoe a douche is? Canoe. That's a douche okay. canoe. You know, mountain bikes has the like six spandex. Like, you know mm. what I'm saying? But his wife buys him pleated pants. Oh, yeah. Yep. You know what I mean? All JC pleats, and he All always pleats. And he always has like pastel sweaters on over a lighter pastel Oxford shirt where the collar's popping out. Actually, I'm going to make an immediate retraction. Okay, do it. I don't think any wives are buying anyone pleats. <laughs> I think the guys go to JCPenney and they just see a pair of okay. pants hanging up and they buy them. Because they're like, these fit. But these your wife, clean. when you come home wearing that shit, the wife's going to be like, oh. Are those pleats, bro? All right. It's like, all I right. still have to have sex with this douche canoe. <sighs> yeah. yeah. When exactly. I cheat on you in three years, 100%. I don't want any fucking questions. Yeah, I'm going to cheat with you with the day cook at fucking, at the truck over Who's at wearing Street. flat front fucking yeah. khakis. Yeah. <laughs> you got to have flat front. Cap, pleats were invented for out of shape, in shape guy from the 1950s who was hiking his pants up to his tits so that it would sort of hide the gut with a little bit of this foldy curtain on But dude, in the 80s, you could buy jeans with tweet. Uh, yeah, dude. dude so, with the, with the elastic band. Yeah. Oh. Those were fucking chill. Elastic dude. bands on the waist and the ankles. Well, so there are such things as dad jeans. We are going to absolutely. We are going to. Unfortunately, mom jeans became popular and I'm like, those don't look good. Yeah, lady. it's killing me. Um, I'm hating they're, it. They're disgusting. I enjoy so, <clears> the <throat> fuck out of it. I like, of do, I like butts do. and guess what high-waisted jeans do? They highlight the butt. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to get look, into this. Look, Batman versus Robin, Mighty Ducks, Mom jeans. Yeah. Where does his insanity end? Oh, I'm sorry, you old ancient fuck. Every fucking girl out there under the age of 30 is wearing them. But you know what? You're right. They should listen to your tired ass and well, then take them off. I date women, not children. So <laughs> okay. Uh, that's all that I got to say. Touche. Um, touche, sir. So every gonna... woman should wear pants that look like Gwen Stefani's pants. <laughs> I, I take that back. Not everyone wants to wear those pants. Okay. But <clears throat> how long do we have to wait for low rise jeans to come back? Uh, probably 15 years. And Great. by that time, I, my dick won't even work. Yeah, it won't so. even work. Yeah. Yes, it will. They've got magic science now. I got, mm. Are you kidding me? But dick's got a crutch. It's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just, prop just it hammer up. a popsicle stick into the center. <laughs> You'll be fine. My dick has a walker, <laughs> it has a dowel <laughs> running through the middle. Oh. Um, so I want to continue to stereotype everybody in this town. Okay. This will be an ongoing series. Yeah. I think I think we're going to bring this back. Everybody out there, Sean, um, you know, we'll tell you the phone number, give you some uh, information so that you can pass on to us some wonderful, very eloquent literary gems that we can use on the show. I would like you guys even be, you know, describe yourself. Like, Bob, we just called ourselves, what was it, whiskey? Uh, whiskey hipsters. Whiskey, hipsters. whiskey. Okay, got it. Uh, Ryan gave me a beautiful one that I, I, I can't, Get it out of my head, but uh, what is it? Uh, hobosexuals. Hobosexuals. Wait, def- which are definition? Country of origin, please. Uh, <laughs> can use it in a sentence. <laughs> what, what are what are hobosexuals? I'm thinking of hobosexuals. Probably something akin to a festival freak. Um, okay, but a more specific version of a festival freak that's pretty okay with just picking up a homeless dude. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what is the what is the ones that only want to have sex with dirty ass people? I, would that be a hobo? I, I mean, you know, yeah. smell like girls that just do guys with smelly dicks, I know. like s- exclusively. Like uh, there are men that you look at and you're like, that guy has a smelly dick. <laughs> For yeah. sure. hundred percent. Yeah. You know, the bacon flavored easy cheese. That's what that dude's dick smells like. Yeah. I can't even imagine what's going on oh, in God. that area. Your dick needs a certs. <laughs> or something. <laughs> it's 
fucking horrifying. Give that thing a tic tac. <laughs> dick uh, Wow. <laughs> dick tacs. Oh, dick tacs. Did we just come up with dick mints? Yeah, dick mints. Dick mints. Dick mints. Ladies, how much do you want your guy to have a dick mint? I'm telling you right now. I like that we're writing our ads one week in advance. Dick yeah. on, on the show. Yes. On the okay. show. <laughs> right. you, and by the way, that's copyrighted. You fuckers out there don't use that. Okay, we got dick that. Mints. What's a dick-related word that could um, that, that could rhyme with Altoids so we can say something about it being curiously strong? <laughs> Altoids. Ooh, what if the, the Altoids are for the girls and it's for their cooch and you call them Galtoids? Galtoids. Because <laughs> we got to give love to the women, too. No, and honestly, just, honestly, we got there's dick tacks and We got to give. Now, I know, like I said, we are we're a little more unfair to the ladies than the men when we're doing That's things like this on the podcast in general. All right. Uh, yeah, I've li- I know women that listen to this podcast and they go, ah, oh, you can be nicer to the ladies. But. Sure. That's not what we're about. Sorry. We we'll all talk have about our sweaty, unworking dicks. Do. What now, else do you want from me? I just realized that we have friends that are, that are this, but there's also a specific type of person I want to talk about. And that would be, let's call them fontrepreneurs. They're fake entrepreneurs. <laughs> oh faux entrepreneurs. Like the, I run a business, I got a oh business, but you don't make money from your fucking business that is at oh, all. Okay. That is. Entrepreneur. Entrepreneur is so Entrepreneur, because you're full of shit. Right, entrepreneurs. Well, I, and I hate, I hate. I was that for three months when I was bartending at Seasons listen, with you. <laughs> yeah, but you actually pulled off what you were talking about. So yeah, and I'm kudos doing, to you, sir. I'm, I'm, I'm making and, more money than I feel comfortable with. There like, you go. I, I'm like, I don't deserve this because of the Catholic shit. I, to be I would just, I would just take it down or not. To be fair, skippy. like, oh, I'm not like making a bunch of money. It's just I don't think that I deserve this for just sitting there it. and watching like Marvel movies in the background while I make social media posts. Catholics. Uh, I was going to say, like, the, to be fair to the uh, entrepreneurs, the entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs <laughs> um, sometimes you're a business owner, but what you need is a storefront. Yeah. And you need something visible to run some money through. Hey. And I'm not saying anything about anyone specific, no. but I'm just saying. You, sometimes you gotta you know you gotta wash that fucking cash sometimes, yeah. bub. Yeah, <laughs> and, and having a you, storefront and, helps, and having cash flow helps. Oh yeah, when money's coming this way and not that way all oh, the time. Yeah, yeah. and just because you don't make money as a business is nothing to be ashamed of. Most businesses take three to four years to make their first dollar yep. out of debt. But my thing is, what I would classify those people are the people, the fucking Mister Talker, the guy who has the best idea that's going to open eight bars, that has a car dealership, that's thinking about starting a scuba learning school in his backyard. That oh, fucking or, guy, or maybe a guy that's going to buy Southwest Sound and turn it into a cool place to hang out and drink and uh, listen to records. And oh wait, yeah. no, that was your guys's dumbass idea. <laughs> was a, number one, great idea, great, great idea. idea that nobody even. Did step one to execute. That's fine, right but it doesn't. But I'm just saying, it's, it's hilarious that. But, but we've if I've been here, if before. I was still talking about it right now, that exactly. would qualify. No, it. this was something that we all just were discussing, hammered in front yeah. of our old house. That's what happens. But that's the thing. If you keep talking about it, and if you keep, you know, just waiting for this thing to pick up, if two years later you're saying, "I just, you know, go, go start busting some tables," you need to think about just making money. That's why surviving. I've thought about becoming a balsamic vinegar like impresario. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're gonna I mean, go fuck with the olive oil company. Down oh, the no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to open up next door, you're dude. Gonna... You can't go to one without the <laughs> other, but You can't go to one without the other. If you're going to pick up <laughs> garlic so olive oil, you need some of my balsamics. Why if is there you... not a salt store next to the pepper store? <laughs> I don't get it. 
Um, <laughs> fucking dude, we are stupid people. Okay, so like like Aaron was saying, um, if you guys have any feedback, if Fuck you yeah. want to throw some names at us, some stereotypes, some subsets, do something that you're a part of. I think that's cute. Yeah. yeah. Um, what did you identify yourself as? Because we all stereotype ourselves in some way. And it doesn't this have to a, be mean. It could be cute. Not at all. And this is uh, not a this is not a mean exercise. This no. is just having fun it's with each other. I got stupid. another one for dudes because I played hockey in this town forever, and I know that there's a whole gaggle of those guys that play hockey that take it way too fucking seriously. So let's call those Fane Gretzky's. <laughs> All right. We got Fane Gretzky's. I'm, in, okay. I'm into it. I'm into I, it. It's like the guy that goes to, it's rec basketball guy. Yeah, no, but it's rec, rec basketball, basketball guy, guy who's like, come on, man. Yeah. Technical. Like the guy who's screaming. No, about the guy it. that calls foul every time he drives the lane. Yep, every time. And he's just beefing with the refs at Sealy <laughs> on Thursday yeah. night. And the refs like a 14-year-old you know? kid who's doing it for class credits and shit. By the way, in my 20s, I was super that fucking yeah, Of course yeah. you were. I would play rec league in Farmington, New Mexico, it. and I would fucking get into full-on oh, Bobby yeah. Knight fits of hysteria. <laughs> Throwing chairs. With oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was me in hockey, dude. I was like, you're not supposed to hit people in rec league because they're like, well, we can't have checking because people have to go to work the next morning. Didn't stop me from just because I, I realized with my size, if I just hit someone really hard once, then people started to try to skate around me instead of actually challenge and try to get past me. So all you got to do is injure one dude and ruin his revenue for a week. And then so, everybody doesn't come at you. Who would have thought Sean would have uncontrollable rage? Yeah. Only on the ice. And on when, this podcast. In my early 20s, I actually did and some. in my private life. <laughs> I, I did some steroids in, in the early my early 20s. Nice. And that kind of sparks your uh, aggression a little, little bit. A little ragey? A little bit. A little rage cage? Yeah, we all saw the Ben Affleck <laughs> made-for-TV movie where he, like, slams his girlfriend through the drywall. That's so dope. They showed it to us in school. What? Yeah, there was you Ben Affleck. Was, it's actually fantastic. It's like an after-school special. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Starring Ben Affleck taking roids, and, and he, like, slams his... They made fun of it in South Park when Jimmy, the kid with the arm crutches, yeah. when he was doing steroids right. for the Special Olympics, they recreated that scene exactly. Wait, fucking hold dope. on. South... <laughs> Art nerds. <laughs> what are those guys? They can tell you every episode from thirty years right. of South Park's role, yeah. role play, role play guys, RPG guys. Oh, yeah, yeah. You that, mean that's a thing? You mean can we just call those cool fucking dudes? <laughs> can, bro? can we call that Sean? Overpower card games. I think they call yes. themselves table toppers because oh, they're tabletop. Games. I like it. I like it. Ah. Toppers. Yeah, like toppers, um, slop toppers. Give us all your ideas, though, guys, so we can say it. We'll give you credit for it. Yes. Uh, I will just tell curious. you how to do that after the break. Exactly. And speaking of which, um, I love our sponsor, guys. I hope you love our sponsor too. COVID nineteen, police shootings, human trafficking, unchecked male aggression, Republicans in general. Sometimes it seems as if nothing good is going to happen in this sick twisted world so much so that sometimes you don't even want to get out of bed but you'll definitely want to get out of bed to get your fat ass to super happy fuck you fun time land voted bradenton florida's most objectionable theme park by the watchtower super happy fuck yourself fun time fuck land is everything we got questionable ethics cocaine dusted funnel cakes magic mormon underwear friendly water slides pre-burned crosses krager brand hot dogs clothing optional children's rides rape free zones and if you bring in a diet cream sickle shasta can with our logo on it you'll get two for one frozen jungle juices super fuck your mother suck my dick timeland be here or be queer dingus 
Your stepdad won't even know you're here. Where are you, boy? If you want to be featured on the show, please call or text us at 970-426-5344. Gregor's Hot Dogs? 970-426-5344. You can suggest that we watch something. You can suggest a whiskey. You can force these assholes to watch something awful if you give us a whiskey. If you don't like calling or texting, you can hit us up via email at whiskeyreel at gmail.com or on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at whiskeyreel. Now, this is the time where we get to retractions. We had no retractions last week because the week prior we were fucking flawless. We had a fucking flawless But victory. Aaron wanted to clarify some things about the uh, fake hippie religion that Rex is all about. Um, well, don't say that or she'll kill you. <laughs> um, she'll murder you, by the way. Eh. Um, I know. Um, I, I don't. Know. I don't value my own life. I, I, I don't. Care. I also know who you live with, so you're probably not scared. <laughs> um, I did accidentally. I caught last week because, believe it or not, we do listen to our own show sometimes. Very rarely. Um, I said astronomy when I meant astrology. It's a very common kind of misspeak. Um, astronomy um, is an actual science where people like you know track stars and blah blah. Astrology is uh, tarot cards and palm reading. Um, it's it, it just, it's obviously, I mean, whatever I, I'd have people fucking, you know, kill themselves if I told them that, um, cause they believe in it so much and that's fine. You do you boo boo. Yeah. I'm just you guys saying, have, have fun with your Reiki I, massage where I, nobody I, touches I, you. You fucking I, idiot. I, I, I bingo. <laughs> um, I, I just, I just want to make sure that I understand science versus nonsense. That's all I'm saying. So you I do. apologize to all you astronomers out there. Yeah. This science versus nonsense thing is an age-old struggle. It is. it is. Look at the South. They all believe in one ancient storybook where slavery is okay, but gays aren't. Yeah. Well, Neil deGrasse Tyson thanks you. <laughs> Did I get a DM from old Neil? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did we get another? I heard a little a bird a whisper, no pun intended, or maybe it was. Oh. That Did we get a text? If we did yeah. get a text from uh, our listener, Snowbird. Uh, yeah, Snowbird. <laughs> Sent us, she said, yo, caught up on the whiskey reel at work today, made being in the actual office tolerable and thought you'd appreciate this. And she sent us this meme slash advertisement. And it's one of those like marketing photos, headshots of Matt Gates, And it has the Venmo logo. <laughs> and below, above the Venmo logo, it says, I use it for all my minor purchases. Not well done. Oh, well, well done. Well, well done, done Adam. And yes, Snowbird, you are 100% correct. That is now... My screensaver. (laughs) Once again, the internet wins all. It does. It does. Um, I, I, I was, I was, Sean was very excited about this. We had an entire state call us. I know that sounds strange, but bear with us. We had a state call us. And I think from what I understand, this is going to start a war, right? Yeah. Okay. I just want to, okay. Cause we're ready. We're talking in the tent before the cannons go off. Like I don't say it's guaranteed. It's a war between brothers. That's what we're coming up to. Because Florida and us get along like peas and carrots. Right, Bradenton? And we the kings with your giant red fucking useless mop on your head, whoever the lead singer of that fucking worthless shit heel band is. Bingo. That guy guy hasn't done anything. He's the nicest. And on it, he's the nicest guy. Like, I see videos of him talking, and And I'm like, you are the nicest, least aggressive, which is why he must be destroyed. More of me, less of you. I get it. Um, So... So Sean, can we hear this? Because I'm I'm feeling a little ornery. Ornery, Bobby. How you feeling? I'm feeling froggy. 
Froggy, ready to jump. Yeah, feeling froggy. He's got, got real jump. strong legs. Pop that dude, jump. that dude got an eighty-three inch vertical. Hi, <laughs> hi, man. This is the state of Florida calling. Oh, shit. Now I don't appreciate all the hatred towards my misunderstood state from you three. First off, we are a proud people. We are a swamp people. <laughs> we don't need a group of Colorado hipster pussies. Telling us that they prefer a more cerebral Long Island iced tea. <laughs> Fuck you, man. Motherfuckers, we battle giant dinosaur mosquitoes. We could be dropped into a phosphorus mined sinkhole at any time. And depending on where you are, your tap water has so much sulfur, it smells like the coffin of Rush Limbaugh. It's kind of a Dennis Miller joke. Anyway. <clears throat> So excuse me if our go-to shots aren't Grand Yarnay or some fucking whiskey that comes peppercorns on the tongue. We are survivors, and we don't apologize for taking shots of Crown Royal with pocket change. Now, I will not comment on our association with Donald J. Trump, Ron DeSantis, Jeff Epstein, Matt Gates, Pam Bondi, Rick Scott, Marco Rubio. Oh, fuck. All right, I'll just stop there. But I will say we are a beautiful state. Countless state parks, beautiful beaches, rich wildlife. Did we almost start the zombie apocalypse via bath salts? Yes. But I know you fuckers love Walking Dead, so what's the problem? There are two ways to experience true Florida if you've never been here or if you live out of state. First, watch the factually based Florida docu-series 2011's The Leftovers. <laughs> it's basically a tastefully done three-season docu-series on the current state of Florida. Or, you can order a calamari appetizer from your local Bubba Gump Shrimp Company. Now, I'll call on in from time to time share with you some of our more beautiful news stories, not some of this bullshit y'all read on the TMZ. Alright? Now, I do appreciate your show, and I will say, get yourself some deep and go Gators. Wow. I'm not weary of Florida, but I definitely will have my head on a swivel. Um, <laughs> honestly, I think Florida is a little more witty and acerbic than I was anticipating. Mm -hmm. Sure. Um, I thought Florida came forward with some really solid points. I mean, salient. Made me think. <laughs> yeah. Although I disagree with his end point, if I have to pick a team, go state. Yeah. Ooh, you're yeah. going Knowles? Yeah, yeah. You going no, Knowles? You more of a Tallahassee? I, I just, Knowles? I, I like, <laughs> I like poorly, I, I like a ridiculous amount of poorly placed stickers on helmets. So that's why I choose. I'm all about state. the, I'm all about the you. Because if you can't do cocaine and commit crimes while you're playing football, what the fuck is the point? Um, did you guys happen to finally catch up on all the Falcon in the winterist? Oh, of soldiers. the winteriest of so you're the winteriest of the winteriest of soldiers. The riskiest of. Meals. I saw. I saw. Um, I saw it uh, yesterday. I was very excited because Bobby was so effusive in his praise. I had to watch it immediately. Um, God damn, dude. Dude, this one had the most. Stop it! Like they planted, like the Isaiah bit in the first or second episode was, you know, was powerful. But with that and all of the seeds they've been planting, especially with the like the the racial related overtones in this show, it all came to a head. And this is the most powerful episode writing wise, I think that they've had. I think yes, I don't disagree at all. I rewatched it. Um, I did find myself a couple of moments get. You know, a, a little cringy over the top leftist politics stuff like from, mm. you know what I mean? And there's a lot of backlash 
against this episode out on the Twitterverse. From right. white folks, I um, bet. From white folks. Oh, I'm yeah. Shocker. I don't care what the white folks have to say. But I don't care. <laughs> I think they've done a really good job balancing out all of the politics in the show. I don't think anything is super over the top. There's nothing wrong with having a television show about uh, black gentlemen and talking about the black experience a little bit. Yeah. And the fact that he is trying to become the the icon of this country, I can understand where they're coming from with with the reticence that he feels and the and the and the the responsibility that he feels, and I, I think they've done a really good job with it. I like the interplay between he and Bucky, but like I told you guys on the text thread, I think Bucky's become my favorite MCU character. Period. Right? I, I fucking love well, it him. was Wanda last month, so I bet you it's going to be Loki all of a sudden next. It's just like whoever they're focusing on now is the right? best thing I've ever Fuck seen. But he's amazing. Fuck that limey prick. He's rich. Um, uh, yeah, dude. I I mean. Bobby is more well versed in like what this universe is, uh, as far as how it interplays with the comic and whatnot. We talked a little bit about black trauma. I I can't watch a goddamn Skittles commercial without there being some fucking semblance of black trauma in it at this point. It's crazy how much um, in in the in the field of entertainment this has become such a a huge point to discuss and it's important and, and don't get me wrong. I'm very interested. I love the idea that, and it never occurred to me, which is obviously I'm not black. So why would it occur to me per se? But it was very, uh, it was, it, it hit close to home for me to, to understand why he didn't pick it up as a black man, the shield. Um, why would you, uh, why would you want to represent something that's, provided so much pain for you why would you want to be the ambassador of so much hatred and so much i never thought of it on that end i always thought of it as dude you're gonna be captain america how fucking awesome is that but you never you're representing a country that you don't necessarily agree with in totality um that's a very hard square to circle uh for anybody and it was a great moment uh watching it for me was just to see that oh fuck and for Isaiah to say, don't like any, any black man worth his fucking salt would not pick that yeah, shit up. Yeah, it's like they, he said, um, yeah, uh, yeah, there's no way they'd let a black man be Captain America. And even if they did, no self-respecting black would, man would, 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 hold would hold that shield. shield. And it was a fucking a, huge moment. That's a classic um, narrative that you can use with the conversation, you know, fucking Friday. Okay, talking the dad talking to fucking Craig. Oh shit! Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean about hands, just like hands? about throwing hands and like you boys with your guns and all mm-hmm. that. You know what I mean? Like like that generational gap is something that's used as a literary tool a lot, mm. um, but it really lands with this character because and he even referenced the Tuskegee experiment with the red yeah, tails and all that kind of thing. And that's obviously you know they didn't really need to do that because I think we're all smart enough to realize that's what they're alluding to was mm-hmm. the U.S. government actually literally experimenting yeah. on, on African Americans. Injecting syphilis into African American yeah. service members to just see what happens. To see what happens. Yeah. So there's a... Because they ain't us. Right. You know. They, uh, and and so it, it was really obviously that's a really something that we talked about last week learning american history as young adults that's didn't hear tuskegee till i was in my 20s um but but again it was a very powerful moment the action sequences were fucking amazing that opening that opening scene with Captain America and Falcon and Bucky all throwing down was fucking The way they awesome. take him down. But they've, they've done an amazing job with the action sequences on oh, the yeah. show. And you pointed it out. Like the, the way the Falcon fights and um, the way uh, Captain America moves. I'm By the way, I, 
I like this guy as an actor. Obviously, his character is a giant psycho. Yeah. But I am loving this character. Like, he's, doing a great know, job. he's a great heel. Chip off the old block, right? And Sean and I went back and forth a little bit. And my my thought is they're probably going to smoke him in the next episode. Yeah. But I kind of seem... I'm with you. I hope they don't. I hope they don't. I want to see John Walker, U.S. agent, going forward. But you know, like they killed Battlestar really quick, and I I noticed that the a lot of these things they're trying to keep them as their own microcosm, and based on the fact that the the arc of John Walker took place over several comics and that they have run through in six episodes so many points of his quickly that I think you're right, man. I think they're going to smoke him. They're going to have I, to kill him. At the I end. totally have to agree with you. I think you have to keep this contained within the context of this story arc. I don't yeah. think he can bleed out into others. I don't know if he has a place per se. I yeah. think he was he was an exposition property to get to the next stage of the story rather than being a focal point. And I do, I think he's doing a fantastic job as is hello, Bobby. But the thing that made me start to watch it, Bobby was like, they're going to do a cameo of a person that you have no fucking idea what's about to happen. Uh, and who pops onto the screen three minutes into the fucking episode? Elaine. It took me five minutes to pull my dick out of the dirt. <laughs> you love Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Oh, I love her. You have a thing for her. I love her. I have a thing for her too. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I always thought she was hot, even with the weird bun and like Seinfeld before she changed her hair. Like She's gorgeous, hilarious. hilarious. She's smart. smart. Yeah. She's kind of a cool lady. That character, though, that they introduced, the Contessa. The um, that that they introduce and the conversation she has with John is so like hold my beer shit like <laughs> it's so fucking dope she's so perfectly cast in, and I'm so glad that she took a chance to become involved in this universe because honestly she didn't need to she's got all the Seinfeld and Veep money she don't need to work she doesn't need any of that shit nah man was it the Winter Soldier when they introduced Baron Von Strucker as a mm. character and they don't kill him he's still so, my I don't point, think they they introduced him in uh, Age of Ultron. Was it Age of Ultron? Age yeah. of Ultron, Strucker, in the beginning. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. That's the one. And I don't think they kill him. I don't. I think he continues on. So, anywho, uh, Baron von Strucker, as the head of Hydra, has a very tight relationship with this character, with Fontaine, because she is Madame Hydra. She's an iteration of Madame Hydra. She was. She picked it up after their, the original Madame Hydra was a character named Viper. Viper. And then I forget when she became mm-hmm. the new Madame Hydra. But uh, yeah, that was tough to find because when I just found the Contessa stuff mm-hmm. online, it was like, you know, she was she worked with Nick Fury when Nick Fury's run of uh, Nick Fury and the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. run in like the late 60s. Um, yeah. And then later on, they made her. She was a scr- in Secret Invasion. She was actually a scrawl that was sent to spy on Nick Fury. So she's been a bunch of different things. It's kind of confusing if you're trying to do the research now well, online. But Bobby knows it's like the, the reason they're using her, Madam fucking Hydra. I think, and I and it, it begs the question, like, like because Hydra's kind of almost been written out of the series, mm-hmm. like out of the universe a little bit. Um, they've been defunct. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But I think the small screen Disney shows are going to be a really cool way to reintroduce Hydra as a, an antagonist because- That's great. Obviously, in the bigger picture, in the bigger films, we're dealing with more cosmic yep. type of shit. Cosmic and uh, now and, mystical. And we're going to have Galactus and Mephisto and, and fucking all that the shit. The Nazis Kane. are the easiest group to hate. I wanted to say one more thing about that. The reason that they brought her back and the reason I think that they're showing and they're eventually going to show that, hey, no matter how many times you try to kill Hydra, it's still going to be around because that is also an allegory for racists and racism it goes away in the public forum but it is always behind closed doors and is always a problem well and it's also an allegory for what a fucking hydra is 
<laughs> cut a head off. Two more two, growing two more of pop up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to I know, shit no, all no, over you. I know. You're right. No, but I'm going to close the nerd portal because we got so much cool fucking shit to talk about. I'm back. Um, I have never. I have. I haven't seen nobody yet. It's the new oh. Odin Kirk movie um, that I've been looking forward to seeing since it came out, or I heard about it like months and months ago. I am going to watch that this evening, gentlemen. It's However, so um, do you want to give a little tidbit? Because I, I mean, I, I think just from watching the trailer, you get an idea of what this movie is going to be yeah. about. But he is so. F- who would have thought? Fucking that guy would turn into a f- the actor he's turned into. Who would have thought, man? No, Honestly, Bob, Bob Odenkirk is uh, something special, dude. Yeah, he's dude. so fucking relatable. And we we go back to like uh, Mr. Show up. We Mr. Show, Show up. yeah. Like before that, in the late eighties, mid late eighties, he was a writer on Seinfeld. Or sorry, Seinfeld. He was a writer on Saturday Night Live. He'd pop up in sketches every now and again. Right. He moved from Saturday, and he was the writer around the same time Conan O'Brien was. Then when Conan got his own show. Bob Odenkirk was writing with them, and Bob Odenkirk is responsible for a lot of the crazy, irreverent, ridiculous characters that were my favorite thing to watch on Conan O'Brien back in the day when he was after the 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 Tonight Show. One of the smartest, most well written characters on the Larry Sanders Show, yep. recurred for six years. Yep. Uh, his his agent character is a classic. Yep, and Mister Show is arguably top three sketch shows of all time. I'll put it up there with. SNL because of longevity, and if you look at everything they've done, you can pull way more fire shit than any other sketch group. But, you know, I always think of them, them, Mr. Show, and Monty Python are the three best sketch fucking shows ever. I like Kids in the Hall. I was going to say Kids in the Hall. I mean, Uh, there's so many good ones. But that being said, but that being said, uh, Odenkirk, fantastic. Really, you guys would know if you don't know that name. He's going to be the lawyer on Breaking Bad. Yeah, that's that's how a lot of people. Well, he's got his own show for that character. If it's like five, a Better Call Saul, right? And it's terrific. It's phenomenal, and he's he turned into such a phenomenal little actor out of nowhere. Nobody saw it coming, and so now he gets his first quote unquote leading man role in a major motion picture, an action movie where he did all of his own fighting at the age of fifty eight and trained for two Two years. years. To make sure he body was able to put up with it, he went um, full Keanu for this one. I fucking lo- I haven't seen it. I saw the bus scene. Dude, oh, you saw the it, whole bus scene? I saw the bus scene because they oh. clipped it on YouTube, oh. and I couldn't help myself because you were mentioning it. Oh. There is such a the, I, I'm can't it's wait. so realistic, dude. <laughs> by the way, and I was saying to I was saying to Rex, Mads Michelson has a new movie coming out, and I'm like. I would just purely watch revenge movies if I could. Yeah. There is something so satisfying to people fucking bad people up. Yeah. It, but I guess that's a that's a therapeutic. It's that very way you cathartic. don't go out and fuck bad people up. <sighs> I won't say anything. Um <laughs> that's true. Maybe uh, this is a future bit like we for our media section like we off, sometimes we go thematic we do. And we could do our favorite revenge movie kind of discussion. Ooh, Ooh God. I, have, so I already many. know what mine is. Dude, there's a thousand. And, and they John all, Wick doesn't count. We and can't, they all play. Nobody can do John Wick. Yeah, but they all play, right? Because well, they, they, they killed a dog and it's not fair. For the, everybody loves that movie because yeah. they killed his dog. Go watch any Kurosawa film. Any Kurosawa. Uh, but, but, but again, like I'm, I'm very excited to see this. I'm, Bobby magi- uh, magically happened to procure this somehow, some way. Well, we should, we should point out this is available it on, is. Video on video on demand. On demand. Video on demand. So if you have like Vudu or Prime or whatever, you can you can buy it for. Well, you can't buy it now. You can rent it for twenty dollars. Is it worth the money, Sean? 
I think it. I think it is. I actually saw this in the theaters a few weeks ago because as soon as the theater opened up, I was and oh, nobody was going to be on there. I was like, "Fuck yes, hell yeah!" Theater experience was fantastic. They they were running out of candy. I think they forgot to get their candy order in, but they're doing the Lord's work over there, still providing a place for us to watch movies. And in the the theater experience for this movie was great because it is loud, it is realistic. That bus scene. I don't think I've seen a more realistic fight where like you're seeing that this is a 58 year old man who is a little rusty. So it takes him a minute and people are actually getting injured and they're down. I love John Wick and everything, but there's points where you're like, that's who just got hit in the throat and he got up 30 seconds later. No, the only other thing I've ever seen as realistic as this is that hallway scene from Daredevil. That is the that hallway scene in Daredevil and this are the two best fights that have happened on camera in the last not, 10 years. Not the Roddy Roddy Piper fight from They Live. <laughs> so <laughs> not, and- But not the hallway scene from Old Boy that they ripped off for Daredevil. Oh, okay. Yes. Thank oh, you. Sorry. <laughs> Thank sorry. you. No, I'm being a dick. No, I no that is not, that is not that being is, a dick because that no, Old Boy scene you. is one of the best things that's ever happened. It's in one the of the world. best action scenes ever, and I apologize to no. everybody. Even for how not it's filmed. That. Even yeah. how it's filmed, the scrolling action of how that's filmed. It is. It's it's filmed exactly yeah. like a scrolling 2D. Hi. The cum shot of that scene is when he walks into the room and the guy's sitting there and he has the hammer in his hand. Oh, yeah. And then the dotted lines go beep, 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 <laughs> right, right, right. down to his fucking face. Right. <laughs> it's so amazing. Good. amazing. But, so, the, so this movie, if I was to try to summarize it, it's got some John Wick vibes. Well, I will not say, a lot of people are just saying like it's a John Wick ripoff, but it's not very much like that because he's a family man. It's not like he lost everything. Right. The action sort of, sort of like that he also worked for the military it wasn't some underground secret uh, society secret society of assassins or anything um but there's so many like warm family moments in it like it's really very much like uh like it's it's it made me think of my dad because i was always like wow i wouldn't be surprised if my dad was just murkin fools (laughs) (laughs) and then one day shows up and he's like sorry guys you guys have to go to fucking honduras with aaron for a little while because come on down everyone's after me come on down and you're right i think you're people are losing sight of the fact that what this really is is a character study about this guy yeah and it's done really and not a lot of actors probably would have pulled this off in the action genre. Right. Um, it was a really courageous thing to choose Bob Odenkirk. Cause oh, yeah. it's, you know what I mean? Like it's well, just dude. the most nondescript, you know, sort every of guy sad sack, yeah. you know, is and the, the name lends starts. to it, right? Like nobody, this is a guy who a lot of you are not going to recognize. Well, and we don't have the Keanu like pensive. I'm so sorry that I got sucked back into this. This character is psyched. To get back into this. Fuck yeah. There are moments when he is fucking smiling from ear to ear like, I can't fucking believe I'm doing this again. This is this awesome. <laughs> this yeah. is awesome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I don't want to ruin anything for Aaron, but the way that either. the movie starts out is that he is this family man who you almost see like a, you know, the scene in um, Requiem for a Dream where they show like they smash cut the things for when they do the drugs to mm-hmm. just get. They do that kind of for like the monotony of his life in the beginning. Sure. And then there's a moment where like people break into his house in the very beginning. This is one of the big cruxes yeah, yeah, of the yeah. story. And when that happens, he doesn't really do anything. And his like I, wife, his they son, even revealed he's a that on bitch. the trailer. Yeah, they, everybody thinks yeah. he's a bitch. His fucking brother-in-law is being a prick to him. His father-in-law, and, but like, why he bitched out? When you find that out, you're like, oh, this guy's a problem. That's all. Like, I dude, and that's I can't when it just gets better it. and better. And it's like an onion. They slowly peel this thing out, and by the end, you're just like, holy! That was one of the most. And it's like, it's ninety minutes. But it felt like a good two-hour movie, but it was fucking 90 minutes of action. And by the end, I was just like, Katie, can we please just – it's $5 Tuesday. Can we just buy a ticket for the next show, please? That's There's awesome. one at 945. Check this shit out. You guys will all like it unless you're idiots. Fuck yeah. 
Fuck yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Watch Nobody. It's. I think it's worth the 20 bucks if you're going to rent Way it. That's what's worth it. Give yeah. them some money. Uh, uh, bring three, four people over. Pitch in on that's $20. The way to do it, right? You're that's, good. That's, yeah. that's what they're figuring. Everybody has um, a fucking 70-inch TV these days. Will, but I'll say this, though. The thing I hate about that rent, that video on demand thing where you rent it for $20, I think that they need to have certain upgrade plans for people. Like, if you're a Prime member, you can rent this for $20 right now, but when it's available to buy, you only have to pay five more dollars to buy it. To buy it. I out. think that they're still working uh-huh. That shit out. I hate that it's like rent this for twenty dollars, and then when it comes out on streaming, pay twenty four ninety nine yeah. when it first comes out. Yeah, sure. I'm not. I, I just don't have any reason to purchase movies at this point in my life. But but no, I get you what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Nor do I. Um, the, the, <laughs> there is a there. Speaking of things on Prime, um, there is something that came out that really came under the radar. Mm. Um, it is like Matt Gates. Ah, get it? Radar is for young girls. Uh, <laughs> this show is called Them. This is going to be the only time that I'm going to say that I watched, I binged 10 episodes in about four days. And wow. this was something that I Are watched. Are they hour long? Are they like the 45? 45s? Oh, wow. I watched, I watched this on my phone while I was on my computer. I watched this on my phone while I was, you know, fucking whatever. I was just, I, I was obsessed with it because I had to get through it. Now, this is what I'm going to say. It's the only time I'm ever going to say this. I absolutely am enamored with this for specific reasons, but I'm telling everybody out there, don't watch it. <laughs> Holy shit. I don't think I've seen this. It. was the most traumatic, hard to watch. Uh, Rex got 30 minutes in. I basically turned it off because she walked out of the room and I had to turn it off. And I commenced to watch it with looking through my fingers. Um, this is extremely difficult subject matter has to do with a uh, ton of racism, has to do with early 60s, late 50s in East Compton. And believe it or not, Compton was all white. It was a very high-end neighborhood for white people. Um, This is Supernatural. It's a horror movie. It's a horror series called Them. I think... And your first thought was, well, oh, I get it, us, them. I thought, well, because um, the, 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 I think that the listen, marketing team did a bad job of putting out that trailer because they cut it to look very much like it, moments from us. There is a Tarantino-esque quality to the filming. The acting is uh, par excellence. Um, they have people in it that you would never believe would be, like, they have, like, really great character actors throughout the entirety of the series. It is one of the most difficult things that I've had to watch. Like, and have you ever seen Meet the Johnsons, like about the incest family, yeah, like from yeah, Ari Aster? Yeah. Yes. Like there are things that are like legendarily like hard to watch. Gummo. This gummo. This is, it is suffocating, hard to watch. The subject matter is hard. And at the end, you get a little bit of feeling better because things, but tremendously acted, shot, it's a beautiful series. Is it limited or do they plan on doing more? No, it's just 10, man. They're just doing um, a limited and 10 that was it. episode series. Um, if you have the stomach for it, watch it. If you enjoy just great pieces of acting and writing. But trust me when I tell you, you will have a pit in your stomach. It is not fun at all. I thought the same thing watching Martyrs or Audition. or mm. Were you watching you just come away going, I think I'm glad I saw that? Uh, Martyrs, dude, I was laughing um, and my dick was rock hard through the entire film. You watched Martyrs. the American version, though. No. Yeah. The French version? I watched the it was French disgusting. version. Um, what do it, you mean? I'm saying it's It was br- sexy. It's dude. brilliant. <laughs> well, that's how Sean lives. Too. Bobby keeps looking up like, Bingo. I think we need to get Sean a room somewhere so, padded. <laughs> watch Falcon Winter Soldier. Watch Nobody. 
Don't watch them. No, don't. Um, unless you're such a cinephile and such a nerd that you can appreciate everything else but the subject matter because it is awful to watch. Good, but I'm it was in, brilliant. I yeah, love I'm that. Definitely shit. gonna watch. Um, it. I, I'm different with like I the shit that's really really heart wrenching like that. The stuff that really destroys you. Sh- I have the opposite me, reaction because it makes me feel better about the world that we live in. You're you know? telling me this now, Sean. I've never seen anything like this. I'm not gonna lie. It was and hard, you've seen man. a lot of shit. It I is trust you, hard dude. So. To watch. Um, Fuck. Dude. Anyway, but you know what's not hard to watch? Bobby Shower. <laughs> That's not easy. Is it not? <laughs> trust me. There's a lot of gyrations. Um, you ever seen an, uh, You ever seen him spray down an albino orca at SeaWorld? It's kind of like that. <laughs> We're gonna and just talk. as vicious. Okay, it's Musica Caliente. So racist, Sean. Bingo. What the um, fuck? We are going to do a song from uh, Sean's brother. My brother from another mother. It's my song, but like I song. gave Sean I... a song last week. He gave yeah, me I'm song. giving you this song. So... And by the way, there's some new joints out right now that everybody should listen to. We Ooh. chose this because uh, Bustos is part of our family, yes. our extended family. But I will tell you, there's some fire coming out. Uh, Conway, the machine, just put out a song with Jid and Ludacris believe it or not, wow. called Scatterbrain that was dope. And uh, there's R.A. the Rugged Man has a new song with Inspector oh, Deck that shit. is fucking fire. Really? It's called Ed Koch New York, talking about 80s New York. Oh my God, which Ed is fire. Koch New um, York. E-K-N-Y. Um, so anyway, <sighs> but we're going to talk about our brother we in are. arms so here. Bustos, who uh, actually I realized has a bunch of stupid nicknames like we did, except they're from 20 years ago. So I'm going <laughs> to intro the Bustos. Bustos, a.k.a. Honey Nut Bustios, a.k.a. Enrique Action Bustos, but my favorite, the Stos Master General. Uh, but his <laughs> his hip-hop handle is Iron Slaughter. Him and his buddy, The Anthem, from the Bay Area have a song called Maybe Tomorrow. It's not brand new, but they were featuring it. The Anthem was featuring it on his Bandcamp. It was a free song that you could download this month. So you can get this song for free on Bandcamp. Just search Iron Slaughter or The Anthem, and The is spelled T-H-A. Um, Aaron, you want to just, yeah, man. Um, well, we're going to do as someone who hasn't, what we're going to play is the second verse, which is our boy. Um, we're not going to, we're not going to, you know, and and the anthems verse is, is, is great. They use an old fucking, uh, ice cube hook, um, that they slowed down and made it fit the track. I enjoyed it quite a bit. This is hip hop for hip hop people. Um, so if you don't like it, Fuck then off. go fuck yourself. Uh, but that second verse, I see what you did there, Bustos, with the Jaguars and the Mayan oh, reference. Yeah. I see what you're doing over here, brother. He likes um, to bring history he is, into it. He is uh, um, really tight rhyme schemes. Um, this isn't this isn't hip hop for people that casually want to shake their ass. This is hip hop for people like us who enjoy it and will listen to it. It's cerebral hip hop. Now get your bingo cards out. I believe I-19 is... We've said cerebral exactly twelve times. Forty-seven, I think so. Um, but it's it's fired. NPR hip hop. This is this is backpack. This is hoodies. <laughs> That's kind of what it is, right? A <laughs> little bit, a little bit. This is blunts in your Acura before work at Blockbuster. <laughs> hey, he had a Mitsubishi Lancer and worked so at Knob Hill Foods. I was so close. <laughs> I was so, so close. close. And he smoked weed everywhere. <laughs> Fuck in the system, spit the ruggedest wisdom I'll die in police custody Drugged up in prison, I 
I'm stuck in conditions I got no fucking bucket to piss in Cycles of influence rise above I am different Broken shackles of iron Blacks and Latins are dying Attacking the mind and body follows after divided Conquest of the Americas bro African science Pack of the lions combine my with Jaguar Mayans I hit the streets with peace The beast of massacre violence Path of enlightenment Blinded by the lavender lightning Red and blue blasting the siren Dragging caskets behind them Master of time and space to wrap the captain Leviathan gasping for breath Exhale everlasting effects Sit back and reflect Feeling like the last one left Wish I could ask my nephew But the past the rest How do you live your life right When there ain't none left And not the other colors of Like if, man, I used to remember the olden days, and I'm sorry if I'm selling you down the river, but we used to spend a lot of late nights together until seven in the morning while I would just sit there and he would just read me shit from his composition book. And even then it was fire. Now this fine tuned shit tight 10 years later. Uh, I fucking really hope that these guys break quite a bit, but honestly, it's not really their fault. This kind of hip hop is not where you make money these days because apparently you make money with this trap shit that's all fucking code talk back and forth that ends up with dead people. Dude, that well, yeah, there's there's guys like Mar there's the, and Bustos will know what I'm saying, but yeah. there's the Mario Judas and there's the Lil Dirks and there's Pooh Steed. Can we there's get away guys from the Lil? Just, can you stop putting Lil in no, front of anything? No, it's never going away. Um, <sighs> but or you but, can just be DJ Khaled and say another one. Another Another one. Another. Um, and just what get, does that guy do? Fifty million dollars. Oh, by the way, <laughs> another. He one. hires people to do stuff. Yeah. He's the master delegator. So he's of all like time. he's like a contractor. He's like, look yes. at this beautiful building. No. I hired sixteen dudes. I, I handpicked exactly. He's a, so I he's a curator. I never picked yeah. up a hammer and put a nail in the wall, but this is my building. Yeah, yeah that's all that doing. fucking did. And dude it's was not hammer a Cubano down his throat fifteen times in a row. That fat fuck. Wow, Jesus. Um, you mean like the sandwich or a person? No, the cu- oh both. Okay, I thought you were okay. Both. Sorry, I was going in a different. He's direction. got two hands, Aaron. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> But dope shit, Bustos. Uh, uh, dude, you know I'm love you, Bustos. You know I'm I'm a fan. I'm a fan, and thank you for keeping hip hop going. Yeah. But I will. That track is so souls it's, of mischief, Bay Area shit. Uh, I love it. Yeah, good. I love it. Um, but yeah, Bobby, you got. Um, I don't know if we've ever mentioned this man on the program. Oh, I, I don't think so. <laughs> I think we breezed over it a couple times. Here maybe. we go. With this shit again. Here we go. <laughs> no, of course we're talking about. Um, there's a gentleman by the name of Maynard uh, James Keenan. He is well known for Tool. And obviously. making wine. And making wine. What about a perfect circle? Uh, Nobody never, cares. I've never heard never of him. Never heard of him. <laughs> um, no, obviously. I've seen Perfect Circle live. They're great. So he started uh, another project called Pussifer. And Pussifer is a... Like Lucifer, but a vagina. They're kind of a prog version of Mr. Bungle in a way. Like they have a very distinct, um, they don't fall into any genre necessarily. Mm. What we're going to listen to today, I think, falls into more of a prog rocky kind of thing. But Pussifer is all over the place sometimes, and but it's almost always good. You know? Yeah, and, they, they hit some clunky parts, but I almost consider them like vaudeville. You know, They're vaudevillian. No. Um, they, they don't, it's almost like I don't, I, I, like you said, I don't know how to classify it. I don't. Yeah. I literally cannot put them in a genre. They're, they're I don't know what to place. say. Wow. So, Pussifer has a new album. Sweet. Yeah. Did, um, actually, I did I, not know that. I had no idea this was happening. Um, I don't even actually know right off the top of my head what the album is called. I know what this track is called. Okay. Um, this is the first track that they've released off of the album, and it's called Bullet Train to Iowa. Why would anybody want to get to Iowa so fast? Are you sure it's not from? 
therein lies the irony, my friend. <laughs> oh, fucking, I forget about <laughs> irony. Is that a euphemism irony. for something? Like, irony. Is there, can I, uh, can like you use a, it in a sentence? I guess. <laughs> no. You obviously know it's Maynard. Like, oh, fuck um, yeah. He, Maynard's Maynard. He he gets to have that privilege of sounding like himself that very few people get to get in rock. Um, the thing that intrigued me the most about that, uh, the tones are beautiful. Like it was mixed extremely well. Yes. Um, the guitar tone, the bass tone. Um, the thing that intrigued me the most, if you guys were listening back or maybe you guys want to listen back on that or you should listen to this on your free time, yes. mm-hmm. check out the time signature of the snare in uh-huh. relation to the rest of the song. It's hitting on fours, threes, twos, and sixes. Um, it is a, it's almost like a jazz snare, how he's mm. using it as an expressive tool. And you do that in music when you don't want people to feel comfortable yeah. because fours make people feel comfortable. Yep. Intrinsically, we want the beat to continue. And I don't know if he repeated the same sequence once, but it kept its overall groove through his through his bass, through his kick drum and his hi-hat. He was keeping the groove going, but that snare interruption, it, these weird time signatures, thank God the bass was there. This would feel like it was oh. all over the place. That bass held it down, which is what bass is supposed to do. Um, really well made, very well mixed. Uh, the tones in that were gorgeous. You're like out. I, Without the bass player, this would have been a very avant-garde. Dude, yeah, it would have just been a nightmare yeah. fall apart, dude. Um, and I don't know if you guys noticed some of the really beautiful harmonies. Yeah, that are coming she's out. rad. And that's Car- I don't know her Karina name. Round. Okay, Karina I Round. never knew her name. And she's the guitarist. She's the uh, backup she's vocalist. She's a badass she does man. Keyboards. Yeah, she's like she's holy shit, man. Like, but her vocal tone, her oh. her her timbre in relation to Keen, uh, Maynard works very well back and forth. They have a, a they have a great kind of back and forth mirroring of each other's because they're both tenors i don't think so the song they, works without her right no it doesn't she does these like very ghosty the, like very yeah like uh, like are they ephemeral in. i almost said <laughs> it fucking well Bobby. i just love that that's just bingo <laughs> bingo everyone this is an amalgamation of so many different styles you've got the prog rock holding it all together you've got the jazzy elements like he's saying with those you know subconscious changes of 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 sequences to tr- to make you uncomfortable when we say uncomfortable it's not like you're supposed to like immediately feel dread or anything it kind of makes you listen harder challenge like, it challenges you like what the fuck am i hearing the the song started out with such a blues influence too and that's what i love about this because if you look at prog and blues and jazz they're all very improvisational now I know that maybe this started as an improvisational jam between all these guys to turn this up, but this they, is very refined and fine-tuned. Oh, yeah. But it has do. elements of all of those riff-based fucking pieces of, of musical art. Like, they let's always riff. do with this band. They're, that's kind of, if you've heard Maynard talk about Pussifer's process, it's always very, it's very just bring what you got to the table. Yeah. We're going to play ourselves into a song. Well, where's their... And they sound like Pussifer. You could, you could make a lot of comparisons to like... You know, Radiohead or Porcupine Tree sure. or like all these different bands. Sure. Not Dream Theater. They're not as big in no, scope. They're nothing like that. That's because they're they're too shreddy. Yeah, this isn't a shreddy. No, band. 
It, it's, I, a, it's a groove. It's and a, I'm all for mixing up different kinds of music. When are you guys and me all finally going to start our electric polka grass band? Uh, <laughs> Electronic mixed with polka mixed with bluegrass. You lost me at grass. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't lose me at grass. I know, bro. It'll be <laughs> called Funkle Buck. Funkle Buck. <laughs> the first song is called, Why Don't You Take This Quarter and Pay a Rat? To gnaw that thing off your fucking face. <laughs> By the way, for full disclosure, after you guys listen to this, it took Sean nine takes to remember those two words, jungle juice. <laughs> I have a process. Oh, this is so My good. acting process is different than other people. Sorry that I have to do I different did, takes. You know who else did different takes over and over again? Stanley Kubrick. Okay. Yeah, he so. did. <laughs> 35 too many. Um, Bobby, thank you for bringing that. I didn't know yeah, that was that out. Was That's actually very sexy, very, very, like, yeah, kind of esoteric, sexy. I'm gonna be shit. 100% honest. I didn't know who the fuck Pussifer was, never heard a single song. Oh, from okay. not a lot so of people. This do. gets me, this has gotten me because I love Maynard though. No, like, it's worth I, I to. love Tool and, and a perfect circle. I just love that style. And this has his style, but with all these other elements. And I love that it's something completely different. This is driving music. Driving. Like, I want to like drive on a desert on yeah. a long highway or construct like uh, construction project music. Like, you're doing something in your house, painting and shit. You can play this in the background. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. Yeah, it's kind of transcendent sort of shit i love it um it is time to clutch your poils of wisdom of wisdom what do you guys got i'll go i am a little bit proud of myself it has been weeks since i alienated someone from my life (laughs) sweet lashed out you know what i mean were you feeling a little fucking like you didn't know if you had it in you anymore i had one where i feel like I was alienating her, but it was more like she was alienating me. Oh, and you couldn't recognize almost. Like. I sent her a text and I was like, I think it would be best if you never talk to me again. Oh, because that's not alienating. By the way, that's, I'm not I'm mad. That's just boundaries. That's not, just setting boundaries. I'm just setting boundaries. I'm not mad at you, but like, I'm just right. kind of tired I'm done. of dealing with the situation that you keep presenting for me. I got you. So don't contact me anymore. And then she proceeded to contact me every 15 minutes for Ooh. four hours. That's healthy. And so yeah. then you call in the protection order to the Durango Police Department. Well, not quite, but uh, <laughs> I, I just kept um, reiterating my position, which right. I think is growth. Instead of escalating, I was just like, it's it's okay. I just don't want to do this anymore. Don't yeah. ever contact me again. Just leave a ring of body wash around your fucking house. <laughs> 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 so specific and inside baseball. Oh, but anyway, fucking hilarious. Um, but anyways, yes. so uh, I'm gonna chalk my pearl of wisdom up to a slight amount of personal growth. Yes, good job, buddy. Thanks, guys. It's okay, and to recognize those, like the this is a journey. You don't, you have to compartmentalize when you're dealing with shit like this, right? Like you have to keep moving. I need to do this next. I need to do this next. Set yourself these little goals. Yeah. And I, I'm so fucking proud of you, dude. Well, and then I just limit myself to like four friends. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like when I get to the fifth friend, I got to, someone's working out of their way no, out right. of the rotation. Keep the circle tight, homie. Yeah. You're working mm. your way out of the rotation. That's and you, yep. you're up next. Yeah, I'm, you're, speaking you're of which, gone. Yeah. Speaking of which, I'm like wondering, <laughs> when are you going to realize that I'm terrible for both of you guys? Like, you are. That you have horrible thoughts because oh, of me. Oh, we know. Um, the problem is that you do all the editing. <laughs> 
I knew it. See, this is why I do you things the, like this. I you make buy myself invaluable so I can't get kicked out. I did also buy the stickers. Oh, speaking of which, we've got a shitload of Whiskey Reel stickers. Uh, we got about 100 of them. I gave Aaron 33. I gave Bobby 33. I took 33 and one ended up on my so weird beer how fridge. so counted them. I just counted them out. It's very strange. Yeah, so that we get... Um, I wanted it to be even. So if you know any of us, you'll be seeing those in town popping up. But if you want any to put on anything, hit us up. If you send us a text message to the Whiskey Reel, and if I know you and shit, even if I don't know you, I'll probably mail you out a handful. If yeah. you want like five or ten, I'll mail you some, especially if you're out of town on the front range. Oh, that'd be amazing. East we'll Coast, do West that. Coast. We'll, we'll do that. definitely we'll give them to you, so hit us up. I'm going to see one in Tibet. Yeah, fuck yeah. Why not? Yeah, um, please deface fucking uh, <laughs> yeah, Tibet. Yeah, because they, they don't have it rough enough. Um, so <laughs> there's a phrase that I heard early in the week that caught my attention. I don't know who uh, was the progenitor of this phrase and this term, uh, and I'm going to paraphrase it. But there's a philosophy of absorbing your shadow. And what that means is a lot of us learn stuff from trauma. Um, so something bad happens to you, you change who you are because of it. Yep. And then we get stuck in the pattern that without that trauma, we can't do the good part anymore. Okay. If that makes sense. So something bad happens, you make an adjustment that's positive to you and you feel if you don't have that trauma anymore, you can't perform at a certain level without it. And, um, I've recognized this in myself, uh, lately that I need to just because, I, I have excelled to a certain point doesn't mean I need the trauma to get me there anymore. I don't need to keep putting myself in positions to fuck myself up or to hurt just to get to the end game because that's how I've always done it. I've learned how to make the tools to do it already. I don't need your trauma anymore to get me there. So that's called like absorbing your shadow, internalizing your shadow, pulling it back in where you don't have to feel the trauma to get to the good point. And so I'm trying to learn that myself and absorb that shadow so I don't have to feel trauma just to perform at a certain level um, anymore. And I hope that makes sense. But uh, that's that's something I, that struck my fancy earlier in the week that I wrote down that I thought that was pretty fucking cool. Nice, man. That's really that was how the fuck do I follow that? <laughs> Usually with something stupid. So, uh, <laughs> go on. All right. So, let's say that, okay. So, we all kind of fit, we all, whether or not we are an amalgam of a bunch of different things, whether or not we are uh, into a bunch of different things, generally we tend to kind of dress and act a certain way, right? You're like, this is the box that I fit into. Sorry, this is anything outside of that box. It's just not going to work for me. And I've kind of now that I'm 38, I've been realizing that, like, you know, there's things I might have been missing out on that I just thought weren't my thing. Like, I wouldn't go to a blank show because that's just not my scene. Now, where this is all going is going to surprise you guys. Uh, <laughs> I bought my first pair of cowboy boots this week. I had heard my whole life that they are the most comfortable fucking shoes you'll ever wear, that they're they can they they work for uh, formal events, you can wear them as shoes and I put those fucking things on and they are the most comfortable things that I fucking put on my feet. And now I'm a cowboy boot person. I'm going to wear cowboy boots with my formal shit when I go to weddings and stuff. I'm going to have a regular suit and everything, but these really nice cowboy boots. Just because I'm not a country person, I don't rope, I don't fucking wear a cowboy hat, doesn't mean that I can't wear cowboy boots every now and again. I hope you all have enjoyed the last episode of the Whiskey Reel. <laughs> See, these two fucks. This might yeah. seem stunning, but as a young man, I spent a lot of time riding horses. Okay. 
and riding horses, cowboy boots actually serve a functional yes, purpose. Yes, they do. And because they fit in stirrups, like that's kind yep. of the fucking point. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've owned cowboy boots a lot, and I think I still have a pair of cowboy boots somewhere um, that I could bust out at any time. By the way, I can also two step. Ooh, I will swing you around. So wait, are I we will... in support of the cowboy boots or not? What is what's I'm, going on? They're not my thing, but you do you. Boo. They yeah. are awesome, and I shit. honestly, I feel weird about. I can't just wear them out and shit. But what I'm saying is. If there's something, I always wanted some cowboy boots. I was like, but I, but I could never pull them off. I'm never going to fucking have a reason to wear them. I put them on. I can go, I can wear them to a fucking wedding with a suit because they're really nice leather looking. That's a boots. weird thing you keep harping on. Like why, is that like why you got them? So you can dress in a suit and cowboy boots? No, I got them because I wanted a way to hide the new Smith and Wesson boot knives that I bought off of Amazon. All right, dude. Cool. Bobert 2024. Super happy fuck yourself fun time fuck land as everything. We got questionable ethics. We've also got cocaine dusted funnel cakes. <laughs> Magic Mormon underwear friendly water slides. Let me see. Oh my god, I'm Dick splints from when your fat girlfriend breaks it. <laughs> Ferris wheels that are missing several screws. <laughs> Carnies with more fingers than teeth. Buckets of puke sawdust. Ride what has been called the most unsafe roller coaster on the eastern seaboard. Mind rape. <laughs> Pre-burned crosses. <laughs> Pre-burned crosses? Oh man, that's fucking funny. <laughs> Krager brand hot dogs. <laughs> I gotta say that one again. Krager brand hot dogs. Hold on, I want to say it again because Aaron just dog. burst on that one. <laughs> I had the vision in my head. Krager brand hot dogs. Oh, shit. We Rape-free rape zones. <laughs> <laughs> Is that like a free speech zone? Okay. Yeah. Breathalyzers that tell you if she's over 16 so you can fuck her. Uh, Matt Gates. <laughs> At the same time. <laughs> fuck, that's insane. That was pretty crazy. I can't believe you guys came up with that at the same time. Uh, a tilt-a-whirl that only goes in one direction. <laughs> A cease and desist order. <laughs> don't miss this week. Don't miss this weekend's MC, Tilda Swinton. <laughs> for no reason. For no reason. For no reason. <laughs> Clothing optional children's rides. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Wow. wow. That was strong. Yikes. Okay, I like it.